0: Hey, if you love Roll For It, watch the cast live every week on Twitch as we continue the story. That's twitch.tv slash RollForItPod.
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Hello. Hey,
0: everybody. This is the 21 month Street finale.
2: You made it.
0: I'm Jake. I'm the house DM here at Roll for It,
3: and I am RFI producer and editor Kelsey.
0: We're just dropping by to say thank you.
2: We are super grateful to the cast for sticking with this crazy story, and to you for listening to it. Yeah, yeah. You you. Now this series actually almost didn't happen. There was an entire eight-hour Mump session that no one will ever hear. Dun dun dun. And if you want to know more about that? Check out the making of 21 Mumps on Patreon right now.
0: Speaking of Patreon, thank you so much to the Durbin's Pack members who sent in name suggestions this week for Havilar's puppy. I
2: love you. We're going to give our faves to the cast and let them decide.
0: This is our last episode of 2020. Woo! Follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Roll for it Pod to keep up to date with all things Roll For It. And we'll see you in January with an all new season, which is set at C. Ahoy! We put the C in season three.
2: Put the arg in. F I. Love, Love you. you. Bye. Bye.
4: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Roll For It. It's a fast paced DD podcast featuring random monsters and epic adventures. You're listening
5: to a super-duper special bonus episode about our characters from Season 1 and some brand-new characters as well.
2: This adventure takes place after the events of Season 1, so if you want to hear more about how we reached Level 10, go listen to Season 1 of Roll For It. If not,
3: don't worry about it. The story stands on its own and should be an excellent journey for D&D veterans and newbie-corns alike.
5: We're all so excited to be here, and we couldn't have made it happen without our listeners, so thank you for tuning into this special episode of Roll Roll For for
4: it. It. Hi everybody, welcome to episode 4 of Roll For It Side Quest 21 Mumps Street. I'm your DM, Justin Borak, and I'm here with my friends Kyle, Betsy, and Amy, also known as... Mumps?
2: Havilar. Celine,
4: And we're gonna play D&D for you. But before we get to the playing, now with this new character added to the group, of course I'm talking about the puppy that Havilar now has.
2: My puppy!
4: We reached out to some patrons on what the name should be.
2: We have... Hurts the Fluffy, Kitty, mm-hmm. Fiona, which is mine, Darbin, <laughs> <laughs> Rip off. the classic Bolt, a Zira fail. Thank you to the Good Omens fan out there.
3: Ooh. I like the zero fail. You can call it like Ziri for for sure. Ziri. So that's cute. cute.
5: Ziri. And then Siri is gonna pop up and be like, yeah. which I'm fine with because I use an Android.
2: You are the reason our group chats are green and it <laughs> that is very true. So frustrating. Tripod because of his leg injury, obviously.
4: We've had an injured puppy for two episodes, and I've said like injured a bunch of times, thinking that like yeah. someone would heal it, but it's just been It literally hurt.
2: never crossed my mind. Was- <laughs> and Achilles specifically so that we can say Achilles heel. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked Fiona for a name, and then somebody said kitty, and I thought Fiona Kitty was really funny, but now I'm liking a zero fail. So I'm gonna roll a d20. Ooh. And if it's an even number, it will be Fiona Kitty. And if it's an odd number, it'll be a zero fail. And the winner is four. It's Fiona Kitty. Fiona Kitty.
4: Nice.
5: Then you get your merchandise ready. We sell little kitties. And the collar is sold separately.
4: (laughs) Oh, gosh. And now let's get into the recap of episode three. Last time, you guys started in the lair of the cowboy Tinkerer, who's taken your furry friends. You found some information in grotesque sites, including some vague astral religious texts, blueprints of some animals stuffed with gears, one resembling Durban, animals hung from the ceiling like marionette puppets, and a name, Nadeep. Injured, you all headed to the Temple of Saw for some information from Ellen, and he was able to tell you that Nadeep seems to be a follower of a smaller deity obsessed with performing named Practicus, who lords over a small part of the Astral Plane called the Golden Stage. Nadeep is trying to open a portal back to the Astral Plane directly to the Golden Stage, which will ruin Lexington and the world. He finally told you the only place with remnants of the portal is the local casino, the Glow Dome, in the Winner's Room. He set up a meeting with his friend Bodie McBoatface. (laughs)
2: <laughs> there it is. Well,
4: he set up a meeting with Bodie McBoatface to give you information. You all went home to take a long rest, and that is where we are now. Celine, you don't have to sleep for eight hours, right?
3: Nope, I can just sleep for four. While everyone is sleeping, Celine is going to do some religious rituals and mm-hmm. then make breakfast for everybody.
4: When you're saying your prayers to Saw, can can you roll a religion check for me? Sometimes you hear little words from Saw as you have a good prayer with him and you feel like a good connection with him. And you just hear, if you get the chance, take a step through. And a few hours later, good morning.
6: Oh, wow. Is Is this all for us? Oh, my goodness.
2: Yes. Special treat for special friends.
6: It's like we never left the castle. Oh, my gosh. It's a feast.
2: Delicious. Um... Is there a, perhaps, a meat option? (laughs) Oh, no, I don't, I don't eat meat. Oh, that's quite all right. I'm sure these, what are they called? Vegetables. Vegetables will be very tasty. That one looks good and slimy.
4: Cavalar, do you find a little beef jerky in your pocket? (laughs) Oh, thank God. (laughs) Yeah, that's a little post-it note that says, only eat in emergencies. Can I roll a sleight of hand check?
2: Oh, come on.
4: You take half the beef jerky, and she doesn't know
6: Jeep. you. Either way, sharing is caring, so like.
2: Can I roll an insight check?
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, you can roll an insight check, and Mumpsy can roll
6: a deception check.
2: Oh, come Ooh. on, it was a natural one. Forget it, forget about it. Deception, <laughs>
4: deception, 24. Havilar, you are 100% sure it was either Fiona Kitty or Nadeep snuck through this window and took half your beef jerky.
2: Are we sure that this location is safe?
4: <laughs>
3: Don't we need to go or something? Yeah. Before we leave, I'm going to go get s- some funding for today. Since... Neither of you have magically acquired any finances over the last eight hours. (laughs) That's a
2: no from us.
4: You guys head over to the casino. It looks like a modern artist made a NFL football dome it's like this gorgeous panels that all glow a different color you see people coming in and out of the front doors constantly people with bags of money and people looking like they got their jacket taken from them you see a couple people coming out with black eyes people yelling and running very drunk very high all of the things wow it's only like 10 in the morning this place is wild
3: everyone has a different sleep cycle some people like to party all night and sleep all day
2: and party every day.
3: Oh, <laughs> 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 uh-huh. you've learned some of
2: our culture. I heard it blaring from the dome. I can hear it right now.
4: You guys head in. There's slot machines. There's poker. There's axe throwing. Hundreds of different ways to gamble. Celine, you hear off to your right. Hey, Celine, it's Bodhi, my friend. How are you?
3: Oh hello, Mr. McBoatface! It's so good to see you.
4: Yes, no problem. Ellen told me you and your friends were coming. Bodie McBoatface is a elf. He's wearing a leather jacket and he's smoking a cigarette. Uh, Has all his hair gelled back. (laughs) Oh god. Welcome to the glow Dome. The name's Bodie. Bodie McBoatface.
6: Mr. McBoatface.
2: Bodie. How do I
6: put this delicately? We want to make a shit ton of money.
4: We all do, and I'm the best at it, baby. How you want to make your money?
2: Well, you said you were good at it.
4: Well, yeah, I run the casino.
3: Bodhi, what we really need is to get back to the winner's room. So, do you have any advice, you know, for an old friend? And I like, smack him on the side of the shoulder.
4: I wish it was a way that I could just give you the money to get in, but it doesn't cost money to get in. You have to be tapped.
3: Oh, how does one get
4: tapped? You gotta be on a hot streak. Basically, you gotta be winning so much that the people that I hired think that it's... Better for us to let you go into a special room and get free drinks than for you to continue gambling. Ellen told me that you guys might not have the chitcha changed. change so I could toss you in the fighter's ring. You could win a couple fights. That could start your hot streak rolling.
6: Honey, all we do is win, win, win. You don't look like
4: a fighting
6: person. Which one of you is Havilar? I could, I, could, I could kick so many asses. Like, I could kick your ass. Mumps. And I could kick uh, that guy's ass. Deep breath. And I could kick... Well, I probably couldn't kick her
4: ass. So she's pretty big. Oh, okay, perfect. He grabs you, Mumps. I'm going to take you to the fight. Oh, no,
2: no, no. And I grab Mumps by the collar. That cannot happen. There will be much blood and tears. I am Havilar.
4: Oh, that makes more sense.
2: I'm always down for a fight.
4: Great. You want to come with me?
2: Celine? Mm-hmm. May I entrust you with Fiona Kitty? I would be honored. Because I definitely have her on my shoulder this whole time.
4: Your dog could make some money, too. We could toss her in the little creature's fighting ring.
2: I will end you right now, sir. Thank right, God. Okay. I glare at Bodie while I gently pass... Fiona Kitty to have And
4: lot you get into, like, this freight elevator with Bodie, and, and Bodie looks at you and goes, so I'm going to put you through the gauntlet. Does that sound cool with you?
2: The gauntlet?
4: Yeah, you start with, like, a little tyke. Oh. And then you keep fighting, going up and up and up. You'll make more money the more fights you last.
2: Sounds amusing.
4: And if you don't want to die, you can just pretend you got knocked out. Wait. You can just, like, lay down.
2: I have to get knocked out.
4: Yeah, once you get in the ring, you can't leave till you lose.
2: Thank you for this information. Where's your office?
4: My office?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I want to know.
4: It's upstairs. Like, up four stories.
2: All right, it's up four stories. I'm going to remember that, because if something goes wrong, I'm going to find you. What do you mean? It's
4: okay. We're going to shoot up to Celine and Mumps, and you see... Havilar, being brought out to the ring. You guys are behind you. All right, bets. Bets on the Barbarian. Bets on the Barbarian. She's going through the gauntlet. I
6: got 60 gold on the Barbarian. 60 gold.
4: Are you betting on the first fight? Oh, God, this is so confusing.
6: Make it like a like a rolling thing. Like, everything goes on the Dragonborn, and then each fight, just put everything back on the Dragonborn, because she's going she's to go for a while. Like, you don't know that, but, like, I know that. Like, and that, that, that is, that's not because like, it's, like, rigged or anything. It's because like, I, I have faith in my friend.
3: What he said.
6: All right. So you
4: guys put all of your money on I put fly.
3: 60 of my
4: 100. Oh, 60. Okay. You hear a uh, announcer go, um... Everybody, welcome! Havilar the Barbarian! Brr, brr, brr. The gauntlet is three fights. We'll start off small and we'll get bigger and bigger as we go. Let's get this started with the WizKid. Kid! And you see a skinny human dude with glasses coming out with a book in his hands. Oh, nerd! He comes out with like a black eye. And his glasses are broken, and he's like limping out to the ring. He he looks at you, halfway and goes,
2: "Please make it quick." Oh man, this is just sad. No, it's fine. I, I'm
4: dating Bodie McBoatface's daughter.
2: So, mm-hmm.
4: oh. he, <laughs> you see from the president's box, you see Bodie McBoatface is glaring at this kid.
2: Well, I I heard that if you just lay down,
4: I try that. He knows. He calls me out every time I try to do it.
2: All right, well, what about just one punch? I'll just give you a good punch. Okay. I will get money, and you'll go away, and we'll both be happy.
4: Okay, yeah, that's fine. Great. You to make an unarmed attack. 16. <laughs> yeah, that hits. You freaking uppercut him right in the face. His book flies out of his hand. You see him look at you in the eye and mouth. Thank you. As he goes down, and he just lays there one punch knockout that makes sense the whiskey is lost 48 fights this morning all right let's bring out that slippery slippery snake
6: i'm doubling down on the dragonborn yeah
4: and you guys see a T, just like a half snake person slithers out out to the ring he's wearing boxing gloves and he comes into the ring and goes if you just want to go down and just take one for the team i totally understand
2: and i i stare at him for a minute and then i just burst into maca- maca- Maniacal. <laughs> mechanical,
4: mechanical. Mechanical laughter.
2: laughter. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it sounds a little mechanical. You don't know if I'm an evil robot. There are those in this world. So.
4: Hitmonchan looking motherfucker. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, go ahead and roll initiative on this. He's going to get the first hit on you. Does a 15 hit. Yes. Seven bludgeoning damage. But that's your turn. Go ahead and make an unarmed attack. Holy shit. Okay. You punch into this dude. <laughs> And you take him back a step or two. He looks, like, rough, but he's not going down just yet. Comes back at you with another punch. As this is happening, Celine Mumps, you guys are up there watching. Kind of a pretty even fight go back and forth. But y- you hear some people around you saying, "I oh, she'll probably get this one out, but there's no way she beats the Goliath. I would like to turn to the people gossiping and be like, is there any
6: place I can get, like, popcorn around here? I'm starving.
4: Yeah, yeah, There's a concession stand right over there.
6: Oh, thank you so much. Celine. C- 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 do you have, like, two or three gold that I can, like, get some snacks with? <laughs> I was totally share. <laughs> Yes. Ah, oh, thank you so much, thing. Oh, wow. You run off to get snacks.
3: When when Mums runs off, I turn to those same people and say, um, so tell me more about this Goliath.
4: Oh, yeah. He's basically a ringer. He can barely take a hit. But, dude, if he gets one hit on you, you're done.
3: That's so discouraging to hear. Have a great day. And I, like, walk back over and just
2: look at Havilar and start kind of, like, nervous, sweating. <laughs> I'm getting pretty irritated down there, so I'm going to go ahead and fly into a rage.
4: Yeah, you you go into a rage. Boom, you punch him in the face again. His teeth get knocked out as he goes to the ground for a ten count. The barbarian has won again! Everyone cheers and screams as this uh, Yanti's kind of pulled off and given a healing potion.
2: I'm hyping up the crowd and gathering (laughs) his teeth and throwing them into the crowd.
4: (laughs) You see the audience go like, Yeah! uh, uh." (laughs) Take them! They go to a couple Yanti, and one of them goes, That's my dad! <laughs> <laughs> Celine, go ahead and roll an insight check for me. 24. Okay, cool. You look over at the Yanti, and you see one of them was kind of trying to cast a little magic, like throughout the fight under the table, like sleight of hand stuff.
3: Mmm. Uh, So I clock this, and I decide to perhaps make my way a little closer to the ring in case Havilar needs an assist. Mumps
4: comes back to the old seats from the puffer place. It's like,
6: ah, come on. Oh, she's okay.
4: Uh, Here I go. You go down there as well, and as Havilar's throwing teeth at people, you hear the announcer go, blast up in the gauntlet. Is Gregory the Goliath. And you hear people screaming. You see someone rip off their shirt and like it says Gregory on their chest. The doors open and ducking under the doorframe because he's too tall to get through is this giant like eight foot Goliath jacked out of his mind. And he comes out and he goes... Gregory is here to
1: slam!
6: You know, I'll never be scared of anyone named Gregory. Like, that's just not gonna happen.
4: (laughs) He gets down to your level, Havilar, and looks at you and goes,
1: Bodhi told me what's going on. Let me give you one hit and you can go down, okay?
2: (laughs) And that's all Havalar says.
4: (laughs) Place your bets! Place your bets! And you see, like, everybody is betting on Gregory.
6: That, that means Havelar is like the underdog, and the the odds means we're gonna get like huge payout. Come on, we gotta bet, we gotta bet on Havelar. Come on.
5: And I would like to do a sleight of hand on Celine to take all of their money <laughs> and take put them. it on Havilar.
3: Celine is just very now that she's gotten closer to the ring, is just realizing how taken with Havilar she is, and so is just kind of dumbstruck and didn't even hear up.
4: Yeah, you can roll that sleight of hand check with an advantage if you want.
5: Oh, well, that second one was a one. But the <laughs> first one was a 21.
4: So oh, yeah, wrong. yeah. You're able to take the 36 gold left because you used four for snacks. Run up to the person in the red vest. The red vest is going, you putting that money on the Goliath? Try not to lose all that coin that I have of yours? <laughs>
6: you don't know Havilar, Like, you don't know what you're in for. Like, buddy, you got a show on your hands. I'm all in All in.
4: All right, fine, all right. Can um, I do one more thing? Yeah, go for
5: it. I put down all the gold and I walk back to Celine, and then I would like to, under my breath, do Shield of Faith.
4: So you're going to roll Sleight of Hand for me, okay? Oh, that one's a 26. You're able to hold that spell with concentration, adding 2 AC to Havilar, right? Yep.
3: I would like to cast Enhance Ability.
4: Yeah, for sure.
3: Okay, well then I'm going to give you Cat's Grace, which I feel like Havilar probably very much needs. And I'm rolling side hand.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: 19.
4: Uh, I'm gonna need you to roll initiative, Havalor.
2: Which I have advantage on. Doesn't matter because it's a three and a one.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is gonna get the first hit on you. Uh, you see him flex, and his veins are full of like purple and pink goo bulging out like crazy. Uh, he looks at you and goes, sleep tight. And he goes to punch. Fuck me, dude, what? (laughs) I rolled a one. I I literally can hit you on a two or (laughs) higher. He goes to punch you and Havilar, you in a fleeting second, look back at your friends feeling this magical pulsing from them and you look at Fiona. Fiona looks at you with like big eyes (laughs) and you real quick dodge out of the way of the punch and you can get a hit off.
2: Yes. That is a 20, dirty 20. You
4: crack him in the jaw. Like, he looks messed up. He looks like one more hit like that, and he could go down. He is going to go at you again, though. So that's a 25. You see him wipe the blood off of his lip and look at you and go, Well, that won't do. Boom, and uppercut you right in the jaw. He did not roll well, but that's fine. He knocks you in the jaw for nineteen bludgeoning damage as you're like taken to the ground. Stay down, all right.
2: And I just stare at him in the eyes. And as I push myself up and wipe blood off my face, I smear it even more. I smear it all over, like up my face, like it's a handprint now. And I just <laughs> roll, stare at him roll in an intimidation.
4: Eyes. Check again. He looks a little confused. What the hell are you? <laughs>
2: And he's really close to me, right? So as I stand up, I want to use my cold breath. Yeah. I just open my mouth and shoot freezing cold dragonborn air at his face.
4: Oh, God. Yeah, roll that.
2: All right, here we go. 16.
4: Havilar, how do you take out Gregory the Goliath?
2: (laughs) So I start with my cold breath on his face, but then I just encircle him until he's an ice cube standing in the middle of the arena.
4: You freeze this dude. Everyone is screaming for him outside the ring and then just like slowly getting quieter and quieter. And the announcer goes, uh, we, we have a winner, Kavalar.
3: Celine loses her mind. She's so excited.
6: <laughs> mom's just like pointing at the other silent people and it's like in your face and in your face and i told you and you and especially you kiss my mumpy ass
4: yeah if you guys are <laughs> screaming and cheering you see a couple of medics come out with like an ice pick and starts like picking uh gregory out Money, um,
6: please.
4: yeah you see the guy with the red vest come over and give you guys like bags of this gold you turn your 100 to 800 gold hey mm-hmm. Boaty McBoatface comes over to you, Havalon goes, Yeah, it was a really good run. I thought Gregory was going to give it all to you in that one punch, but I-, I guess not. And he gives you a bag of 200 gold.
2: Thank you, sir. And yes, you were wrong. I guess not indeed.
4: Please do not come to my office.
3: "Havalon you did so good! <laughs> Thank you! So <laughs> oh, good. Celine literally can't formulate thoughts. <laughs> Just drooling on herself a
4: little bit. Fiona Kitty jumps from Celine's arms into yours. I lar- Oh, Fiona Kitty. <laughs> and this big hulking dude in the suit comes over and goes, the three of you are having a pretty good day. Is there any way we can interest you in some free drinks and cigars in the winner's room? Oh, yes, you can. You
6: had me at can I interest you.
4: And you guys follow this guy <laughs> through the casino, through the slots. You see people winning and losing money. And you guys get to this big iron gate with a big W-R on it. Enjoy. You guys see some dancing and food and drinks being passed around. You see a lot of these very high-status people in, like, suits and everything like that, and not really as as bloodied as maybe you are, Havalar. And oh, uh, I all right.
2: right? I actually enjoy walking around with blood on my face.
4: <laughs> as you guys walk in, a woman comes up and goes, uh, are you guys... And she looks at a piece of paper, looking for your furry friends. <gasps> Neddy. Uh no, uh my name's Ashley. I was just given a note and told to look for uh, like a ragtag group of adventurers that might come in here and said, "Go to the cigar lounge, I have it rented out."
6: Will you That's go it. back and tell that butch casty looking motherfucker that we're not ragtag at all. you know we're we're the best friend
3: squad. bitch. Mm. Yeah, come on.
4: Uh, technically, I can't uh go in. He rented the whole room out and no one's allowed in there except for you three.
6: Well, if we're invited, then let's just what are we waiting for?
4: Like
2: come on, let's go. What what are
4: we doing? You guys head over. You see another big guy hulking at this door, uh, looks at the three of you and Wait. Is this a door? Yeah, it's a door.
2: And Nadeep might be beyond this door, we think. Yes.
4: Yes.
6: What do you what are you thinking, Hambler? What are you working up to? I'm what's just, your brain? I'm saying around? I
2: can use my clairvoyance to see what's beyond the door, if there's any traps, but uh-huh. perhaps I'm overreacting. Um
3: One can never be too safe. I don't trust him after the stair room falling down slides business.
6: Well, I stopped trusting him when he snapped Durbin's neck. So, uh, yeah, let's do this thing.
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you.
4: The guy hauling in the doors goes, Well, are you gonna go in?
6: Yeah, Don't push us, buddy, oh, okay? okay? Like, we're in the winner's room. Like, we're kind of hot shots around here.
4: I didn't know if you knew how doors worked. You're just standing here. I, I don't know. You didn't know how doors worked.
2: You see the blood on my face. I'm just
4: gonna go take my 10. Uh, and <laughs> he walks off, and you use clairvoyance. You look through the door, and you see. Sitting at a small table is Nadeep, wearing his cowboy hat, drinking a whiskey, tinkering with a orb with two caged animals to the right and left of him.
2: Can I tell if the animals are our animals?
4: Yeah, yeah, it's Magda. and Dirk. Okay. And Magda, part of her head has been kind of ripped open, and now it's like this gearbox almost. Oh, God. And Durbin now has this, like, mechanical monstrosity of a lag. Their skin and their eyes, like this necromantic, bloody mess. Nadeep has taken over your little furry friends.
2: I want you two to be prepared for this. It is Nadeep. He has Magda and Durbin in that room. I'm gonna kill him.
6: Let's fucking throw down, yeah.
2: I pick up Fiona Kitty and I say, I love you. And I press her collar to send her into the other dimension.
4: As you press her collar, she looks at you and goes (laughs) and goes to lick your face and just before she can lick, she (laughs) poofs away. Yeah, she goes off to her own little utopia. She will pop back into your arms whenever you feel it's safe. Yes. And you guys go through the door, right? Yeah. Yeah. You guys push through the door uh, this dark room lit by this golden magic. Wow, well it took y'all long enough. I hate you.
6: Yeah, what the fuck? You're gonna like try and say clever lines and like, what, stop us from running over and just like stabbing you over and over again? Like, what's your problem, man? Why the fuck did you do this in the first place?
4: Well, I'm assuming that at this point, you know I'm a performer and this is my role.
6: You're like one of those really shitty performance art people that like shoots themselves and calls it art because it's making like some kind of statement? You suck, man.
4: Art is subjective, and you can think whatever you want.
6: Think your art is really bad!
4: A few minutes from now, this world will be a follower. A follower of the best performer in the world, and I will be his supporting character. Billy Joel? No, not Billy Joel. Oh,
5: okay.
4: He presses into this orb, and slowly gold fills the room more and more, and you see just behind him and Magda and Durbin a little tiny rip starts to open up in reality. Hmm. And he looks at you and goes, you know, I, I wasn't always like this. I I was a bull rider about 10 or 15 years ago. Hold
2: on, we're letting this man monologue. Yeah, I don't want yeah, like- shut the fuck up, creep.
4: He looks at you and like, as his hand glows bright with gold energy, puts it right over Durbin and Magda's head and goes, I want to do my monologue. <sighs>
5: I don't want to let him talk. I don't want to. I don't want to do shit. He killed Durbin. Like no, fuck it. I'm gonna. I would like to cast confusion.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah. This is gonna immediately start initiative. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Yeah. What do I have to roll?
5: So it's not just him. It would affect each creature in a ten foot radius spear centered on him. So if the animals are close enough, it would also. Yeah, affect
4: it'll it'll them. get them too.
2: I have a feeling that Magda and Durbin were about to attack us, so maybe that's for the best.
5: Yes, they must succeed on a Wisdom saving throw.
4: He for sure saves. never good. Magda saves. Durbin does not. <laughs> this like ray comes out of you and starts to go it in the deep and he breaks it off of himself and goes, you should have just let me monologue my friend. Boom! This gold energy comes out of his hands, blasts your two animals and just fills the room in the entire glow dome. You guys get knocked back for three falling damage and you get thrown into the back wall. Uh, And you open your eyes and see the orb levitating in the air, projecting gold like an old-timey movie. You just see bright gold. And Nadeep is standing over the three of you with Magda and Durbin behind him, and Durbin looks a little out of it. (laughs) And uh, Nadeep goes, Get him. And everyone can roll initiative. Oh,
2: my. Seven. Fifteen. Two.
4: All right. He is the first to act. He looks directly at you mumps and goes, We can start off simple. Does a 18 hit? (laughs) Yes, an 18 (laughs) hit. From his fingertips, his gold... Oh, God, that was a good roll. This gold and green magic shoots into you, and you feel grossly sick as he fills you with Ray of Sickness. And You start puking, and he does 15 damage to you. With his bonus action, this gold magic from one of his fingertips goes into the orb, and it starts projecting a little bit clearer and a little bit bigger. And that is you, Mumps. All right, let's see. uh, 30 feet ahead of you is Nadeep with Magda and Durbin. Behind him at the other side of the room, 90 feet away, is this like rip in reality that's slowly opening. Okay,
5: so I'd like to go close enough so that this won't hurt Havilar and Selene. I'm going to go ahead and use Thunderwave. Oh, dang. And I'm going to use it as a third level spell.
4: All right, Magda and Durbin. Take 14 damage, looking a little rough as they fly uh, 10 feet back, and then uh, Nadeep takes seven.
5: Let's see, bardic inspiration. I could use that. I'll
4: give it to. It's going to Celine. Right, great. Magda's gonna run straight forward, right at you, Celine.
3: Magda, it's me. It's me.
4: You see this creature of yours? Shoulder you back. 14 bludgeoning damage as it breaks into you. And what does Confusion do again?
5: At the start of each of Durbin's turn, he's going to have to roll a d10, and based on what he rolls is what his action will be.
4: All right, sweet. Durbin is going to roll a d10. Mm-hmm. It's a five.
5: The creature does not move or take actions this turn. Durbin is <laughs> just standing there. Has no,
4: has no idea what's going on. That's going to go to Celine.
3: Okay. Magda's on me, but there's yeah. still distance between us and Nadeep. So I'm going to cast Wall of Fire, and the Bernie side is going to be towards them.
4: That's a nat, too. He's not going to make it.
3: Okay, so it's 22 damage. Nadeep takes all of that, and Durbin takes half.
4: Heck yeah, dude. And the deep looks like. Like a little crispy. little crispy, yeah. <laughs>
3: Take that, bitch.
2: God damn. You attacked me with my own tiger, you monster. I'm going to first go into a rage. Nice. And then. Where is Nadeep now?
4: Now there's a fire, a wall of fire in between the two of you. Um, Is there only one side?
3: Yeah, so you select which side deals damage.
4: So you could cross through, but you wouldn't be able to come back.
2: Okay, I'm going to throw a couple javelins first.
4: You get a javelin right through his shoulder.
2: And then my ancestral protectors come out of the hit, and he has disadvantage on Mumps and Celine.
4: All right, sweet. That's going to go in the deep, currently in the fire. This is the worst spell. God, wall of fire. I don't know why people don't use it more often. It just kills people so easily. Uh, <laughs> my favorite. He's He's going to run out of the fire. So he's going to take 5 to 8 damage. So you can roll that right now, Celine.
3: <laughs> 25.
4: Oh, my God. Y'all don't have to do this. Y'all can join me and be a part of the new up-and-coming material plane. You could be a part of the gold.
5: He's monologuing again. Get
6: him to shut the fuck up. Boom.
4: He like puts his hand on the ground, and that same attack that you felt in the beginning of all of this goes through you again as this necrotic gold energy pushes you all back. I need everyone to make con-saving throws. I got a
2: 26. Dirty 20.
4: I got an 8. Mumps, you take 39 necrotic damage that you're back, and the other two of you guys take 19. Can I
2: use my spirit shield to reduce his damage by 3d6? It would be a reaction for mumps, just for mumps.
4: Yeah, you can get it if you like. Thank
2: you, have a lot. Spirit shield, Activate.
4: 39 goes down to 31. He, with his bonus action, he puts a second finger up and this golden energy shoots into the orb. And you can see now the astral plane and this golden stage slowly getting closer to the rip in reality. That is going to go to mumps. Part
5: of me wants to, like, heal myself, but the other part just wants me to run up and stab him and hope he dies. Uh.
3: Celine can heal you.
5: Sure, I'm gonna try and go for the kill shot. I'm gonna go up, and I'm gonna try and stab him, and I do have a second attack, so if the first attack either misses or doesn't kill him, I'll try again.
4: Yeah.
5: Oh! It's not gonna do it. All right, let's try again. Come on, come on, buddy. Oh, God, second one's at 13?
4: That's not gonna do it either. Oh, no! You go in and stab him twice, try to hit his arm, you try to hit his leg, but you see the little magical armor press you out. No,
5: no, no! I'm going to cast Healing Word on myself as a third level
4: spell. It's going to go to Magda and Durbin. We're going to start with Magda, who's going to have two slam attacks. That's a nat 20 on the first one. She looks up at you, Celine, with her big tiger eyes and just hits you with both of her arms um, for, holy shit, 24 damage. Oh, shit. She slams you and throws you back. Now we're going to go to Durbin. Durbin rolled a 10. Ugh. That means that he can do whatever he wants. All right, Durbin is gonna run through the fire, uh, roll a deck save. <laughs> Dang, yeah, do 5d8 damage. Whoa. Sorry,
3: Durbin. Oh,
4: God. <laughs> <laughs> you see Durbin run through the fire? Barely alive. Like, he hasn't even gotten to do anything in the fight yet, and he's almost fully dead. He's gonna run up to you, Havilar and uh, take two attacks on you. Both are going to be 15 to hit. Ah,
2: oh, come on. Yeah, they hit.
4: And you see him turn around as he kicks you with this, like, overpowered mechanical back leg for 20 magical bludgeoning damage.
3: Come on. Mm, I'm going to take the wall fire down because no, it's not doing anybody any damage anymore.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And I'm going to cast Entangle to Entangle Nadeep. And Magda and Durbin, if they're close enough, it's a 20-foot square.
4: Yeah, you kind of get everybody. So Magda saves, Durbin fails, Nadeep fails.
3: Great. They're restrained. They can't use their actions um, unless they make a strength check.
2: (laughs) Nadeep is pretty hurt, right?
4: Yeah, Nadeep and Durbin both look extremely fucked up.
2: Hmm. And I feel like if we kill Nadeep, maybe the animals will stop attacking us. So I'm going to go take my great sword and try to chop off Nadeep's head.
4: It's all you. Go for it.
2: Yeah! yeah. And that is a dirty 20 to hit.
6: That is going to do it. Havilar, you know what you have to do. And,
5: like, he moves his little eyes and glances over at Nadeep's butthole.
4: Havilar, <laughs> as you run... At this guy, holding this magical entanglement of your friend's pets, his butt is perfectly on display.
6: Oh my god. For me,
4: oh look.
6: For Durbin.
2: Mumps. For Violet.
6: For all of us, please.
2: I know how this has been a difficult journey for you. And although this goes against every warrior <sighs> bone in my body, because it's a dirty, dirty move, on so many levels.
4: No. Nope, y'all, I do not think we need to, oh God. <laughs> As he screams in pain. That's right. Eat steel, you Annie Oakley looking motherfucker. <laughs> and he dies. He closes his eyes. Black energy that's coming from his fingers slowly starts to rescind. And now you see this portal slowly close as well. If you get the chance, take a step through. And you see you're very hurt and very still-taken-over furry friends.
6: Um,
3: um, moms, can you handle this?
4: Uh, yeah, you know, I got the diamonds and
6: I got the raised edge, so yeah, so I can take care of this, yeah, no problem.
3: So, um, I'm gonna trust you, new best friend, and I kiss Magda on the forehead, and then I sprint towards the
5: opening that's closing.
4: Are you running right end?
3: Sa so told me to, so I'm trusting that still small voice.
5: I'm gonna take the diamonds. I'm gonna put one in Magda's mouth. I'm gonna put one in Durbin's mouth, and then I'm literally just gonna slap them across the face, like you see in old movies when they have like someone who's hysterical. Wake
4: up! Both go boing, doing, doing, doing. and the diamond crumbles in their mouth, and, and their eyes go from this necromantic mess. To the normal Magda and Durbin.
6: Durbin!
4: He comes up and licks you on the cheek. The tinkering that Nadine's done has not gone away, though. Magda's intelligence is raised by two and Durbin now has a 2d8 <laughs> bludgeoning damage I kick know. attack <laughs> compared to his like 1d4 he most mules have. Magda looks off and sees you, Selene. And as you run through this portal, the portal that's slowly getting smaller and smaller, Mumps and Havilar, you guys see it, boom, explode through the glow dome as everything like turns into this black and purple light and everybody goes out. Celine, you heard the boom but you didn't feel any of it and you come through to this big black void with all these beautiful stars and sagos thank you for having faith in me
3: you're welcome Celine's like very unsure and like reaches into her pocket and pulls out uh one of the mushrooms that ellen gave us earlier and it's like i brought you a sacrifice and like i hold it out in my palm up into the void to where i think the voice is coming from
4: you hold up this mushroom and as it floats into the astro plane you see it uh break up into thousands of little pieces ellen is a very good mentor but god he's an even better mushroom grower
3: I know, he's the best.
4: Because you did it, I want to make the decision yours. I can connect back to Lexington, but I'm gonna need an ambassador, someone who can step through both sides of the portal. Do you think you might be able to help me out with that? Oh yes, I volunteer as tribute. And you feel this purple rush go through your body as your skin starts to turn to a tint of purple and you float back through the portal. He goes, I'll see you you soon. soon. You guys open your eyes, Mumps and Havilar, with Magda and Durbin next to you. What the fuck happened to my casino? Hey, half of it is missing now. What the fuck is happening? As Bodie McBoatface is kind of running around and you see Ellen. Ellen grabs you both by the hand and pulls you up. And he turns around and sees a very like uncontrolled magical portal to the astral plane open and a bunch of people standing around it. Have you seen Celine? Uh, yeah, there was, like, a
6: big uh, portal, and then, like, I turned my back, and then scene uh, was gone, because everything went boom. And, like, um, I, I, I hope I answered your question.
3: I am connected to Saw.
4: And you all look over. You see Celine now with purple eyes and a purple, like, constant essence floating off of her skin.
5: Purple veins, purple veins.
4: Ellen breathes a big breath of fresh air and gives you this really big, tight hug. Are you okay? What's going on?
2: The astral plane will remain open.
4: Magda runs over and nudges him out of the way and jumps up on you, paws on your shoulders.
2: Oh, oh my, Celine, you look different.
6: Havilar, you're getting that weird color in your face again. I don't understand. What is this? What's
2: happening? Mumps, we, we really have to discuss you commenting on my face. Just, just uh, Well, why? You have such a good face, Havelar? Havilar. <gasps> And, uh, uh, Havilar literally just runs out of the room.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I don't got anything deep to say. I just gotta say, you know what? I'm happy. I got my Durbin back. There's a lot to be thankful for in this big life of ours. Oh, God. I feel it. I'm monologuing. I feel it. I feel it coming. Oh,
4: God. It's so contagious. Havilar, as you run out of the room, you see someone outside the glow dome yelling, I'm looking for Havilar. I was told she might be here.
2: Um, excuse me. I I uh, maybe know Havilar. What, why do you need her?
4: He looks at you and goes, you and your friend are the motherfuckers that almost got me fired from my job. As you see the guard that you guys enticed to start the riot at Princess Violet's castle running towards you.
2: I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, thank you. Uh,
4: he grabs you by the arm. Havilar goes, Havilar, you lived at the castle for months. <laughs> I know who you are. I have a note for you. Oh, a note. This is the only way I can get my job back, so I I very much am enticing you and Mums to come back to the castle. And he uh, hands you this note, and it says, Come back, we need to talk. Princess <gasps> Violette.
2: Oh, God. And I get a big knot in my stomach. That doesn't... That doesn't feel good.
4: Fiona sees you all nervous and starts licking you on your side.
2: Okay, <laughs> We do need to go back, I understand.
6: Oh, hey, buddy, look at you. Aw, your face doesn't look too smashed up. That's gonna heal.
4: Oh, you are a sick motherfucker. He looks at you both and calls over to some horses.
2: It's time to go home, mumps. After you guys get on the horses, Celine and Ellen come out. Celine, we couldn't have done any of this without you, and you make very good vegetables. Vegetables. Thank you, Havilar. You're welcome. I. I hope to see you again very soon. I hope so too. You go with my heart.
4: Ellen looks at you have and goes, one for the road, and throws you a <laughs> random pill.
2: <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Ellen.
4: If you guys ever need to get to the astral plane, you come back to us. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess you can come back to just Celine. Yeah. Are you my boss now? Bye,
6: Celine. Bye, weird drug man. Bye, Magda. I'll miss you, mumps.
4: I'll miss you, small person. <laughs> and uh, you guys head out. And that is where we will end 21 Mump Street. Boom. Huda! So, Leon, how are you feeling at the end of all this?
3: Um, fucking awesome. Because I have this bomb connection to Saw, and I'm uber purple, and I have Magda back, and I feel like everything I've been searching for has been found, and yeah, so happy.
4: Sweet, uh, Mumps? Yeah, the uh,
5: Mumps feels good. Yeah, shit. He was going into town to, you know, have a relaxing time or whatever and then shit went south really quick and then, uh, things turned around. He has Durbin back. He got to kill the deep, and, uh, he's, now he's got some new friends and he's on his way back to the castle. It's just, it's just a, it's a wild weekend, you know? And, uh, Havilar?
2: Well, Havilar was feeling very unloved, the beginning of this journey now she's found her way she's got new friends and won a battle in the glow dome and just got her conf- got her groove back and uh even though it's scary to go talk to violette again it needs to be done
4: great uh th- and thank you everybody for listening to 21 month street this has been an absolute blast I- i've been justin borak your dm um, if you want to join Durbin's pack, go ahead and join us on Patreon. If you want to check out more of this stuff, you can check us out uh, Roll For It Pod on YouTube. If you want more D&D stuff, you can check out my D&D podcast, The Explorer's Pack. Is there anything else? Or is that the end? I think that's it. I think that's it. Well, hey, y'all have a absolutely wonderful Hol- I don't know when this is going
3: to come out.
4: Holiday season. It's holiday season. And a yeah. wonderful
3: new year. Hello, 2021. We are ready oh, for you. Yeah.
4: Amen. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.
0: Hey guys, this is DM Jake. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. We can't tell you how much we appreciate your support. If you want more adventures from these characters, we're continuing the story live each week on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash roll 4 Tune in to watch the cast take on levels 11 through 20 and interact with us as we play. You can catch sessions you might have missed on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash roll 4 See you there.